The following podcast is a Dear Media production. You know those things you are too embarrassed to talk about when it comes to dating? Like when to say I love you, how to define the relationship. Well, We Met at Acme touches upon all of those subjects and more, and we get right into it with our guests and talk about their dating lives and also what not to do when it comes to dating because we're all kind of confused together. So you can tune in every Sunday to We Met at Acme and maybe you can learn a thing or two while I learn a thing or two. Hi, everybody. It's Kat Sadler, and this is It Sure Is a Beautiful Day. I've spent decades in TV broadcasting and conducted hundreds, if not thousands, of interviews in the span of my career. And on this show, the conversations continue. My goal is that every episode feels entirely brand new, but also like coming home. Let's get into it. You guys, this episode, it's a little embarrassing. <laughs> Welcome to It Sure Is A Beautiful Day. I am your host, Kat, and I'm, uh, I have no dignity left. None. It's on the floor with today's episode. I'm mostly excited for you to meet my guest today. So we're just going to get right into the episode. She is a friend. She's a writer. She's a comedian. She's the host of her own podcast, Social Studies with Jenna Kingsley. And she's amazing. So amazing that she found out she had COVID just days before a conversation and kept our remote date so that we could do this. And you're going to love her. She has such interesting perspective. She's so funny. She's a mom. She is newly in love. So this conversation turns into a lot about things we talk about on this show, therapy, doing the work, how that can truly make such a distinct difference in your life and how full and how happy you are. So she is in love and has learned so, so much about herself and shares a lot of that with us. So some great takeaways, some wise words about how we can all evolve. And when we do, what a different, more satisfying result we get in our lives. So there's that. And then the show takes a turn. And let me tell you, we have some fun. I kind of go back to my roots and and we do some entertainment news and some POV on celebrity couples. It gets real good. And then if you read the show description, you know where this is headed. Jason, aka Ted Lasso, if you're listening, I'm not really crazy. I love you. <laughs> I love you, Jenna. I love all of my listeners. Oh, I'm dying to know what you think of this one. Happy listening. My conversation with Jenna Kingsley. Jenna Kingsley, welcome to the show. I'm so sorry you're sick. No, you know what? COVID. I know. First of all, I want to just say, I am so excited to be here. I am a huge Cat fan, as you know. Cat was on my show, and it was like a dream come true because I'm a huge Cat stan. <laughs> I was supposed to record with Cat to be on her show the week she found out she had COVID. I had recorded with her the week before for my show. We did not know she had COVID, and now we re we just set the date, and I found out 
three or four days ago, I have COVID. Oh my gosh. Okay. I have so many questions. I'm going to add to what you just said, because I believe I was a guest on Jenna's show the day before I had my first symptoms. So I had been exposed at that point. My son had it. Had I told you that my son was sick at that point? I don't think so. No, I don't know. Anyway, man, that's like that, that whole thing where you just don't know. And then I missed our conversation and that, I mean, it's just been crazy, but firstly, I guess, how are you feeling? Are you okay? So I am very lucky. I got very lucky. I am vaccinated. I got very lucky. I did not have a bad case so far. Knock wood. As us Jewish people say, kind of hurrah. I did not get a bad situation so far. I woke up on Friday morning and I had a little bit of a runny nose. And in any other time on the planet, I would have just gone about my day. I wouldn't have noticed. But it actually made me think we become so much more in tune with our bodies than ever before. Mm -hmm. Because in the olden days, pre-pandemic, I would have been like, oh, runny nose. Like, oh, whatever. I wouldn't be like, is it COVID? Is it an illness? I'm not a hypochondriac. No, you're a tough New Yorker. You I'm a tough New Yorker. Mom, you know, you're like rolling. You just, life would keep going. But totally. in this case, so, so were your symptoms just the runny nose at that point? And what are that they now? That was all I had was a runny nose. Wasn't even that dramatic. And I remember going out to walk my dog and it was, you know, it's like warm here still. It was like 70 degrees. And I, I was walking the dog and I was like, ooh, the air feels a little cold. Like, you know, when you're like, a little sick and the air feels a little cold. But I was like, you know what I should do? I should get a thermometer because of course, after the two years, almost two years in the pandemic, I couldn't find my thermometer. So I went to buy a thermometer and I went to buy those Binex Now home tests. Mm -hmm. They are sold out everywhere in New York right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you know what? I'm okay. Like if it's bad tomorrow, I'll get tested. So I go about my day. I feel better. Totally fine. Feeling better. I'm like, okay, false alarm. Wake up the next morning, runny nose. And my nose, I woke up in the middle of the night. My nose was like really running to the point where it woke me up. I took some Mucinex. I wake up in the morning and I had a event that night, an outdoor small event in someone's backyard, but it was a party. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to go because in this day and age, you don't show up anywhere with even a sniffle, certainly not a runny nose. Right. So I was like, I'm going to take a test. Mm -hmm. So I go to my mom's house because she, she lives two blocks away. She had an extra test. I had her throw it down the hallway. I had two masks on. We live in apartment buildings and I take the home test and in 10 seconds, it's like positive. So, so I went for a PC, an hour PCR test and that was positive. I am so lucky. I am okay. That was the extent of it. But today I lost my smell and now my taste is going. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. And and you actually, knowing you, first of all, you already have one of my favorite recording voices. You have such a great voice and you guys are- Oh, I love you. I mean it. Go listen to her podcast, Social (laughs) Studies, because honestly, I'm a bit of a 
I'm a bit of a podcast voice snob because I really do care about people's voices. You and have a have great the best voice. Content, but like, I just, sometimes I get hung. I, I was listening to an audiobook recently and I'm like, I can't get through the book because I just don't like the narrator's voice. So is it anyway. worse by the way, when yeah. an audiobook has a bad narrator? I'm like, who, what are they thinking? Um, but I can tell on your voice that you're struggling a little bit. So I just thank you for even coming to the mic and now you're losing your taste and smell. Okay. So what do I do, Kat? <laughs> for everybody listening, I just, I love that you already established. Listen, I'm one of the lucky ones. I'm going to be okay. These are what they call mild symptoms. You're dressed and your hair is done. And I am very impressed. Um, I was not showing up to my girl crush in my pajamas. No well, way, no I'm how. giving you my straight out of bed look, although I really did shower, but I just, I have such a busy day and I knew that you would accept me as I am. Of course. Um, but it's interesting that you're saying that you're like your fourth or fifth day because that's when I lost my taste. <sighs> day five. And I have a podcast for you and for anyone else out there listening. I did the whole A to Z of, of my COVID experience and the supplements that work and the hacks that work and how oh. I got my smell and taste back because I am one of the lucky, lucky ones. I got my taste and smell back before a month. Like, well, oh my God, even that sounds so long. <laughs> I know what? it is not nice. I cried. I cried when it came back. I was like, thank you, Jesus. You don't realize how gradually, or is it like overnight it comes back? Well, I think it depends on who you are. Um, but for me, I got it back about 75% and then I had to kind of work at it, but I was doing exercises. I mean, I was in the kitchen. I had a whole ritual of I had five different spices and smells that every day I would do morning and night for about a couple minutes each time. I tried the TikTok hack that went viral about the orange. orange. You know, I don't, that did not work for me the first time, but I did do it a second day. And I, and I kind of think that may have been the, the beginning of the unlock. Oh, but don't, I wouldn't tell you to start too soon. I would want you to get a little better first, like get through your 10 days. Yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm not a doctor. I'm like giving advice. <laughs> no, you're my doctor now, Kat. I'm like, no, I'm Dr. Kat. Um, let your body run its course. You know what I mean? Yeah. They say 10 days, then no symptoms. You can, you know, get your life back a little bit, maybe 14 days, but, um, and you are vaccinated, which is wonderful. And you have to hope or believe that that number one is keeping your symptoms mild. And number two will help with your recovery. And hopefully you don't have this too long. Who is not ready to get dressed up again? This fall, step out bigger than ever before because when you rent the runway, the world is your runway. So Rent the Runway's memberships, they give you these monthly shipments of designer clothing and accessories at one flat monthly price. And how much? Well, membership trials start at $69. So you can kick off your best dress season with these memberships that provide inventory that apply to all the occasions, whether it's cozy hangs at home, whether it's work from home, whether it's going back out or those dinner dates or off to college or, you know, any adventure, there is nothing that the rent the runway closet cannot handle. Here's a perk. The shipping, cleaning, and rental coverage, it's all included. So it's free and easy in that regard. 
you have access to a full designer closet without the price tag, right? That's huge. It's accessible for everybody's budget. What happens? You end up buying a lot less, wearing a lot more, and it really does change the way we get dressed. I love doing this. I mean, there's just something about, it's like recycling your fashion that is not just convenient and exciting for us because we get to keep changing it up all the time, but it's good for the environment as well. So listen up. This is exclusive for just our listeners of It Sure Is A Beautiful Day. If you use promo code CAT, you get 30% off and that's valid only for a limited time. So make sure to visit renttherunway.com today. Again, this is an exclusive offer just for my listeners. You're the funny girl and you're the writer and it's a little, it's gotta be a little harder to be funny Jenna when you don't feel good. You know, it's really funny because I think that when you write comedy and you're funny, for me at least, I'm funniest when the worst things happen. When I am happy and everything's healthy in my life, I'm like, am I going to be funny anymore? It's hard. It's one of those like what you hear about comedians, the more tragic, the more material almost. It's 100% true. And like I am, we've talked about this on my podcast, I'm in the a very happy, healthy relationship. And it's really healthy. And I'm like, am I not going to be funny anymore? Is that, <laughs> is that what's going to happen? So I, I try to look for things that are. Aww. Well, let's pick up with a couple topics here that, you know, since you're yay, still here. Um, yes. And, and we're happy that you are doing okay. And especially for those people listening, I mean, let's not lose sight of the fact that Like, I still have trouble watching the news right now because of some of the situations with COVID and what's going on in emergency rooms right now. It's like, I can't believe we're still hearing such devastating news in regards to this pandemic. It's just highly depressing. But to not get us too low um, with the reality of the situation, I do, if you don't mind, I want to pick up a little bit with this new love of yours because I'm looking at your Instagram and we have talked in the past. We were, we kind of bonded a little to a degree over a really bad breakup. And I've been so open with you about my like really shitty year and like yes. the pain and the heartbreak. And I look at you now and I'm like, oh my gosh, she looks so happy and it looks I so know. real and authentic. So how are you doing in regards to this new lease on romantic life? Well, first of all, as I, I said to you, I'm going to, you guys, I know this is annoying. I'm going to keep referencing um, a conversation I had with Kat earlier, but it is, we, we talked about this. I really owe it all to my therapist. I really owe it all to therapy. I couldn't understand why I was making the choices that I kept making. And I'd look at other people who are in these really healthy, functioning, happy relationships And I was like, wow, that is so nice. Like, that is so nice for them. And I just didn't make the connection that my choices were my problem. I just didn't make that connection. I know you can relate to that. (laughs) So, girl, so I know that my choices were so much of the problem that, I mean, I don't know if you've noticed, but I've been single now for a year and a half. And that is a direct reflection of me choosing differently. And if by choosing differently means I'm going to be alone for now, that's just got to be what it is because I'm not accepting 
what I used to. And I would have just let anybody in, you know, just so, um, so I'm good too. And I do understand that so very much. And, and I'm happy for you. Well, and also you understand sometimes, and I, I did learn this, you know, over a lot of COVID, I don't know what to ever call it, right? Because there was the beginning, the lockdown, and there. So, like over the pandemic, there was a period of time where I was like, you know what? I'm okay not dating. I'm okay sitting in this and working on myself and being alone. And like, I was actually relieved to not have to worry about anyone else other than me and my son. And it's often better to be alone than with in an unhappy situation because the anxiety of an unhappy situation is enough to make you sick. (laughs) So true. And so, so true. I have heard from so many women like us, you know, dare I use that word middle-ish age again and moms and, and a lot of women really connect with this conversation because Firstly, a lot of women find themselves alone. Maybe they've been married and then they're suddenly divorced, or maybe, you know, they've raised kids with someone for 25 years and then suddenly it's all over. What do you do with your life? And some of it can be, you know, rob them of the hope or the belief that they're ever going to find love again. Mm-hmm. So beyond um, learning that your choices had to change from therapy, what else have you learned about yourself now that you are in this? this new era? Well, I learned first of all that I'm pretty fucked up. (laughs) Can I curse on here? (laughs) Oh God, yes. It's a beautiful day, but it sure can be a fucking hard ass beautiful day. They're all beautiful, but not all equal. What I I learned was first of all, I just want to quickly tell you, I had met the person I'm seeing. I had met him months before. We had gone out on a couple, like three dates. And I looked at him, I'm like, he's so handsome. He's so sweet. He's adorable. He's lovely for someone else. He's not for me. He didn't have tattoos and trouble. And, you know, I love someone who's a little edgy, you know, like if we're watching Cobra Kai, I wanted to date Johnny Lawrence, like the worst character in the show. So I I meet my boyfriend and I'm like, I mean, he's lovely right? He's so nice. And I had a great time with him and he felt like an old friend, but not an old friend that I wanted to date. Mm -hmm. Fast forward a couple months go by, he's like persistent. And I just kind of let it, I just kind of, I was like, well, the pandemic, I'm not dating. And um, it was a lovely day, a warm day in the city. It was actually my father's birthday. And I re he texted me about something because we see it in touch over like superficial things like TV shows and So I was like, are you in the city? Do you want to get dinner? And he's like, well, you blew me off, but sure. Like, and I was like, no, no. Anyway, so we go out, we have a great time. And he says to me, he's like, I know why you don't want to date me. And it's ridiculous. And I was like, what? He's like, you think I'm not your type. And that is bullshit because we have the best time together and we speak on the phone and we talk and it makes no sense. And he was so confident and he was so right. Mm Because I was like, Oh, well, that's kind of hot. And uh, after that, I really like let go and gave into it. And I really enjoyed myself. But what I learned is I couldn't believe how deep my issues ran Hmm. with being happy and feeling safe and trusting of someone. You know, like the idea that you can 
which is weird because I was in a really healthy marriage. I had a great marriage. I got married just too young and we're still amicable. We quarantine together. But the idea that I can trust someone else just totally is still creeps me out a little bit. It Mm. creeps me out, even though I trust him implicitly. Safety makes me a little bit uncomfortable. I don't want to get too comfortable or feel too safe. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. So that's what you mean by safety. I thought you were describing like you'll never be able to feel secure because you don't trust someone. But what you're saying is if it feels too safe, you get uncomfortable. If it's too tight, yes. too predictable, if it's too, it's got all the guardrails in place, all the things you think one wants in a relationship for you, then that gets too sticky. And then you want to, you want to eject kind of. Well, part of it is that in the beginning, it was that I actually did an open, I had my therapist on my podcast and I did an open about when I got very serious with my boyfriend, I started to think he had little limbs. Oh, wait, I think I may have some of this. Yes. <laughs> I would look at him and he's not, he's six feet tall. I created a problem. Yes. I thought he had little limbs. <laughs> and, and, I, and we'd go to dinner, we'd go out to dinner and he'd take me to a nice restaurant and I'd be staring at him from across the table and I'd be like, is my hand bigger than his hand? Oh. Is my arm longer than his arm? Like crazy, like a crazy person. And finally, one night we were in my apartment and I said, I need to talk to you about, and I told my therapist, I said, I think I have little limophobia. Is that a thing? (laughs) And she's like, no, that's, that's your fear. So I told my boyfriend, I said, I think I have little limophobia and I am diagnosing you with having little limbs. And I know you don't have little limbs, but I need to share with you that I look at you sometimes across the table or whatever. And I, I wonder if you have little limbs now, I just, because it's 2021, I have to say, if you do have little limbs, that's okay. Right. <gasps> I'm dying. Is this real? This Are is a true story. Oh my God. <laughs> this is a true story. In fact, like if you go on my Instagram, the most recent picture that he's in someone, one of the listeners wrote that looks like a little limb. The poor guy like gets so much he Wait, how did he respond when okay, you so said, I need for you to him. know? Okay. He literally was like, he's like, okay. It's as though I said to him, can you go into the kitchen and grab me a glass of water, please? He was so calm and literally looked at me like, you're just nuts. In such a self-assured, unbothered way. And in that moment, I was like, oh my God, I love him. I I think I love him because I was able to tell this man that he had little limbs and I had a fear of his little limbs and all this stuff. And he's like, okay, okay, it's fine. And this poor guy now on my podcast, we call him LL for little limbs. And he is so secure enough to, to deal with it. So love the story so much. It's like he didn't have any ego. He just no shook ego. It, he does shook it. it. He, he it. loved it. And somewhere, again, I'm no therapist, but the fear, the idea of you being afraid really just translates to like, it's almost like you want, it was a test. Will he abandon me? You know, the fear of abandonment at the end of the day. And he wouldn't, oh, yeah. and he didn't. And now you're like, oh my God, I love you even more. You know, I, and I know you could probably relate to this, but all the choices I made, all the people that I've dated since my breakup, other than one or two people since I, sorry, since the end of my marriage. And I got divorced many, many, many years ago. 
I always dated people that I knew I couldn't have a future with. Mm. And I felt safe knowing that in some way. Like Mm. I enjoyed the fun of it. I enjoyed like the passion of it, you know, and all that. But I would specifically pick people, oh, this one's in LA or this one wants to have more kids and I'm not having kids. And this one, you know, like there was a safety in knowing that there was a end in sight, if that makes sense. No, it does. I don't know how to peel back the layers on that onion, but I'm not going to even try. But (laughs) so are you at this place now where you're just like, day by day, I'm happy right now. It's all good. And you're comfortable in this relationship. Well, now I'm like totally surrendered to the relationship. I think this one is going to last a long time. And I don't ever say that, but I'm really, this is really, I feel, this is how I feel about this relationship. I feel grateful for it. I feel grateful for him. I feel grateful for how he treats me. I feel grateful for the respect that we have for each other. And I think feeling grateful is what is a really important glue that holds everything together, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Makes complete sense. It makes complete sense. And I think what you're saying too, for people, if they're listening, who are like, why doesn't it ever work out? Why am I alone again? Why can't I find the right guy? I mean, it really does start with looking in the mirror. I mean, that's, mm. I can't agree with that more in the, you know, the work I've had to do. It's like, oh, like, yes, I'm single, but I know that when he does show up, when he does present himself, it's not going to be another throwaway, toxic, same old shit, same pattern, same cycle kind of a relationship. We actually have a shot at something to go the distance because of the work I've done on myself. So I would right. just advise anybody listening it is work. The work is work, but the work pays off. It really does. It really, I have to tell you, it really does. And it's not only in relationships, it's with work. Mm -hmm. It's with, you know, everything. And you know this, you're a self-starter. I see all the projects you're working on and doing and the leaps that you take. I honestly feel, and this is not a lesson I learned until this year, But if I look back at my career and everything, everything that I've done that has been successful was because I did it on my own. It's something I felt passionate about. I took the steps. I, no one is going to do it for you. They're not going to write the book for you. They're not going to make the podcast for you. They're not going to give you the idea for the video. They're not going to go out and shoot the video. You need to take the wheel and be the driver. So I'm so excited to tell you about this. This hair care line is so right up my alley. Air Professional, it's the first ever crystal infused hair care line. Okay, so they're at the forefront of merging beauty, all these hair products that work amazing, but also with wellness. People want to use a brand that cares about the consumer and how, you know, we all feel inside, right? So this is why on every bottle, On every label, you'll find a positive affirmation written 
on the side. This is to encourage everybody to read the label, of course, and then look in the mirror and speak positivity into existence. How cool is that? It's like an affirmation with your hair care products. That's exactly what it is. By the way, Air is a vegan hair care line. It's free from not just negative energy, but parabens and sulfates and gluten. And there are actual crystals from Mother Earth responsibly sourced pulverized and infused into every single product. Each product contains a different gemstone. So for example, the hairspray is infused with love quartz. This stone was selected for this product in particular because, you know, when you think of hairspray, you think of big events like your prom or a date or even your wedding. So by using the hairspray, you're surrounding yourself with vibrations of love. Seriously, if you go to airprofessional.com and use the code CAT at checkout, you'll get 15% off your hair care order. That's airprofessional.com. Use C-A-T-T for 15% off your order on airprofessional.com. A-I-I-R professional.com. I want to talk a little pop culture with you because I thought it would be fun, you know, a, a homage to my former career of talking about things like in the news and entertainment. And like, I don't ever do that anymore, really. So Let's I, do it. These are very generic and very easy to touch on, but I wanted to kind of parlay, you know, this whole couple uh, conversation we were having. You are now in a new relationship. You are happy. I have... I know where this is going and I am here for it. I am here for, I know, I know where it's going and I'm here for it. Okay. Well, we'll, we're going to get there in one second, but first I just want your take on a couple of these high profile couples of the moment. And I really want you to be honest about what you think and what you, what, how you digest, you know, what's being basically shoved down our throats. Let's start with Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian. Okay. You go first. I was going to tell you what I think, but you tell me what you think. So I am a huge Travis Barker fan. He's mm-hmm. a sick drummer. I love his tattoos. I have had a crush on him since Meet the Barkers when he was married to Shannon Mochler. And I love him. Courtney is one of my favorite Kardashians because she seems like the most real. And at first when this started, I was all in. I was like, yes, look at these two. They're Now it's like they've jumped the shark a little bit in my eyes. I'm sorry. It's too much. It seems too much at this point. And I love PDA. I love PDA. Same. Same. Girl, I almost identical to your assessment because (gasps) same thing. I, I love Courtney. I mean, who doesn't? She's like easy to love. And I always have wanted more for her, like of the whole Scott thing and the kid thing. And it's like, Totally. Regardless of how you feel about those two, it's just like she deserves, you know, like a partner partner, right? Like she is a great mom by all accounts. And, you know, I just have always kind of wanted that person when she met Travis or they go kind of way back. But I was like, oh, this is a thing. I'm so here for this. I was like, oh, she's so cute. And he's so cute. And I have a couple degrees away from Travis. He was one of my first big band interviews with Blink-182 back in like 98, like way back. And he was so quiet and shy, but so sweet at the time. And then one of his kids ended up going to school with one of my kids. So anyway, yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm so for this. I just think, I think it would be wise. 
for them. They're not asking my advice to just turn down the volume just a little bit. It's the tongue thing. Like, why are we, why are we, why are we putting our tongues in each other's mouths all over social media? It's just like, we get it. Like, why? I, why? I, I agree. And if, I don't know if this couple's coming up, is, is Megan and Machine Gun Kelly coming up? Because no, but you can aside with them, please. Okay. Go I'm going to aside with this. I don't want them bought into the couple either because now it's like one big performance art. It's like her and, and Megan, you're both so hot. And I, I love that sexy pictures. I do. You're all so hot, but it's just becoming like a performance now, like what they were doing at the VMAs or whatever show that was. It's just ruining what I thought was so awesome. Yes. Yes. And, and, and real and authentic as much as you can be in this town and on, on social media. Yeah. The, that's our take. That's our take. Okay. The next one, I think I have more mixed feelings on this one. That's why I'm dying to know your thoughts on the return of Benefer. Oh, oh, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> she threw her arms in the okay. air. Okay. So um, glad you asked. First okay. of all, if this were a girlfriend of ours, we are not cheering anyone to get back together with their toxic ex, first of all. Ooh. Right? Ooh. Ooh, okay, right, right. Yet True. in this case, everyone's like, Ben and Jen, Ben and Jen, Ben and Benifer. Okay, so I was psyched at first. I was like, yes, what? <laughs> yes, because first of all, I didn't like the A-Rods. I'm a seller of A-Rod, okay? I'm a seller of A-Rod. I don't like a cheater. I felt she could do better. I love J-Lo. She is my Jenny from the block. I am not fooled by the rocks that she got. It's, <laughs> it's I'm all in on J- JLo. I feel, and I need the internet detectives to go in on this. Is this a real relationship? Mm. Is it staged? Mm. Did you see that picture of them walking through the park yesterday? Thank you. That's exactly <laughs> where I was going with this. Since when, <laughs> since when are we in, well, Yes, we might be in full glam every day because we're J-Lo. But since when do we go for a stroll in Central Park and try to pretend like you're really just on a walk, number one? Number two, then they're making out on the side of some museum on the sidewalk because that's normal because people aren't going to come and look and stare and point. I just don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe we'll learn later. Here's something to give them the benefit of the doubt. I do know things happen in Hollywood that are later explained. You know, maybe there was a reason they were doing that. They didn't say, oh, we're just going on a stroll. That was our assessment that they were just going on a stroll. Who knows? They could have been shooting something. They could have been doctoring. By the way, a friend of mine, side note, was in the park. And Uh she's like, "Um, J-Lo and Ben just walked by me. And I was like, did you chase them down? She's like, no, the paparazzi is already doing that. And then those pictures came out. But yeah, you're, it almost looks I like mean, unless someone in the paparazzi was filming for something they're doing. I just don't know. I definitely, I, I, I become conflicted about Jennifer because on the one hand, I just love a woman that is so unapologetically living her life. A la Elizabeth Taylor. Like if you want to be in love with 17 different men and, and you're down and you've got your kids and you're good, then live your life. You know, who am I to say, don't do that. Yeah. Um, it did happen really fast after A-Rod. Now, not that you and I have never rebounded really fast. I know I've done that before. I just am not dressing up on a red carpet that fast with somebody else. It does seem like real zero to 60. And so that just for me and all the therapy I've done, that sounds a little dangerous. Like, right. I don't know. How do you sustain that? I mean, will they go the distance this time? Right. Yes. 
I don't know. I agree. I agree. It does seem like she was just engaged and now she's like, again, with the kids also. That's the other consideration. I mean, they were at Universal Studios, I want to say like literally two weeks after she and A-Rod broke up. And I'm like, with the kids. Yeah, it's a little bit. Yeah. Wouldn't you love to know what Jennifer Garner's got to say? (laughs) (laughs) Who I love, by the way. What yeah. I love. It's so funny. I'll be scrolling through my feed and I'm like, oh, there's Ben and Jen again. Oh, he's got his hand on her ass again. Oh God, PDA. And then it's like Jennifer Garner, a morning meditation. I'm going to go live and we're going to be doing a live meditation. And I haven't washed, I haven't put on my makeup. I'm still in my pajamas. And have you met my meditative guide? Okay. Close your eyes, everyone. And then we're going to make blueberry pie. <laughs> I know? It's so true. It's, it's contrast is like, very different. Oh no. It keeps us all entertained though. It's going to keep you entertained with COVID at home, right? Oh it my does. God. It does. Gonna... Okay. So you already know where I'm going with this last piece. Okay. No, no. Now I no, I knew you where you were going with those two, but I know I do. Uh, there is it a celebrity couple. <clears throat> if let's just say, let's say I was interested in a seemingly available Hollywood type. Okay. Like for real. (laughs) Yeah. I guess the advice I'm looking for is how does one like me, me actually go about making that happen, Jenna? Because wait, you just literally froze at the most important moment that when you asked, you gave the punchline, it was like frozen. And I was like, (gasps) (laughs) I just got a little notice that says your internet is unstable. Oh my God. What does that mean? Do you know people come from the other side through like electrical currents and shit? That was my dad. I, oh my God, I just got the chills. Wait a second. <laughs> Wait a second. I just got the chills because my, I lost my father and I always tell people they come through the, I say that all the time. Ooh, the hair on my arms is standing up. They come through electricity. They do. Oh my God. And he didn't even let you ask the question. Now you have to ask the question. I didn't even hear it. By the way, I don't think that's a don't talk about this. Don't ask the question. I think it's a sign saying, I told you so. Keep it going because all of the signs are pointing this way. And I'm definitely going to come across as a crazy person when this episode airs. No, no, I'm all here Mm. for it. I'm just as crazy. I want you to know back, just to set this up a little bit more. In my entire, I say adult life, but really probably since I was 14 years old, I've had a boyfriend. I've either had a boyfriend, I've either had a husband, or I have had the entertainment of male attention that I was probably returning at the time Yeah, because my standards weren't particularly that high. So I loved anybody that gave me any attention for a long, long time. And I have never ever been as single as I have been in the last year and a half. Like I was like impressed when you're like, yeah, I went on dates and I'm really trying to date people. I was like, wow, I I haven't even been doing that. I can count on one hand how many dates I've been on in the almost two years now. So all of that to say that I really love spending my time alone. I really like my own company. I have gotten in this place where I 
like have more time for my animals and my children and my work. And it's been great. So I have not, this is not coming from a place of lack and it is not coming from a place of, I have to couple up. It's coming from a genuine interest in, like I said, this person. And I'll tell you how this started. I am God telling way too much, but I love it. My therapist said to me about six months ago, he said, you know, we're not doing what we used to do where you're just like out there just colliding with anybody who runs into you and you don't have your standard set and you don't have your list of what is you want. Um, and then just like jumping into anything. So we have to like re-engineer this. And I want you to write this list of five people who are of this caliber of human being that you deserve like enough of like these bottom feeders, you right. know, like, yes, yes. you deserve all this. And you, by the way, and you also just said something really important that your listeners should listen to. And it's another thing I learned this year, which is what you want, right? I spent so much time in relationships worrying about what other people wanted. And now I'm only settling for what I want. Yes. Obviously a relationship is a two-way street, but yes. I'm not going to be in one. Yes. On someone else's terms always. And what makes, you know. And then I, becoming I what they knew. Yes, yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. So just to get to the point, one of those people on my list, I kid you not, six months ago was Jason Sudeikis. And, and I remember Dr. Rick saying, well, okay, why? Why him? I said, you know, I don't really know. I had not seen Ted Lasso, by the way, I still haven't seen most of it, but I just said, he just, to me, represents someone that Midwest guy, like myself, he seems down to earth. He's a dad. He is accomplished. And he has this warmth about him, like someone you would trust and like Great. a charm. And he seems funny. I was like, I don't know him. I have interviewed him a couple of times, but I don't know him. And I suppose he was top of mind because he had recently gone through a split. So I was like, well, he is available. And anyway, lots of different things in the last six months. It's like always coming back to Jason Sudeikis in this crazy way. And then just to drive this home, because I really want to be able to air this, <laughs> is that let's just say in the last week or so, everyone from my yoga instructor to a friend of mine who I won't say her name because she's a well-known comedian and I don't want to like out her connection to him, but like all these things are bubbling up and it's all like swirling around me that like I'm supposed to reach out to him. And so... And this was, by the way, before he won a bunch of Emmys, which I will tell him one day, he's usually making some kind of statement, not overly political, that's off-putting, but he stands for things. Of course, I love yeah. that. If you are me, Jenna. Yeah. Let's slide into his DMs. What do I do? Do I do nothing? Do I do something? Do I call my agents? I may have already done that. Do I, I have really good advice for you here. Okay, go. Okay. There's two sides. One is I'm saying I'm all in. I love Jason Sudeikis. Let's slide into his DMs. Let's get him. Even better, by the way. Even I know. better. Okay. That he just went up 10 points that he doesn't have DMs. I am always wary of people who are coming off a breakup situation. I mm. don't like to mm. date people who are recently gone through a bad breakup. And mm. that whole thing with his wife and Harry mm. obviously must have been a little 
mm-hmm. traumatic. Mm-hmm. It's something to factor in. Yeah. So, yeah, I would Not assess. Wrong. I would assess where he stands there. What like, if it, I told you? Okay. What if I told you that oh. one of the people I know that knows him? Because I asked that very question. Okay. And not only that, I asked, I said, oh, you know, I understand that was devastating and all these things. And I was quickly told, not the case at all. The, the most, like, not amicable break, but he is 100% in a great place, like totally resolved about the situation, not hung up on the past. Still not to say, you're still making a good point. You know, people have to fully recover from something no matter what before yeah. we get intertwined in something messy. And I wouldn't want that. I would say what is holding, I'm going to say us back because I am <laughs> fully on this train. What well, is, now I'm going to be publicly a stalker, like stage five clinger. And he's, I'm, I'm, I'm probably turning him off. If this, if, if we air this, I, I may be ruining all my chances. No, no. Okay. Listen, if we air this, Jason, this is Jenna. You don't know me. I'm obsessed with cat and have been for years. In fact, I'm a cat stalker. So like, it's okay to have a stalker. She's having her stalker on her podcast. So this is me making a plea to you that it's okay. Not all stalkers are bad. Okay. And I, I am here speaking for cat Jason. And I'm just saying like, how could you not shoot your shot with her? She's hot. She's smart. She stands for so many amazing things. She's done such great things for women. There you go. From one stalker to another, we're all good now. It's like it's like a the Bermuda Triangle of stalkers. We're we're good. I love you so much. I love you so much. Thank you. Actually, made me seem like less of a stalker. Thank you. Or at least not a bigger stalker. So it's fine. An okay stalker. We need to create that category. Okay. And my last question. Is if, if, if I got his email today, his Yes, you can put me on a group chat, yes. (laughs) (laughs) If I got his email today, which I may or may not have gotten, should I email him? 110 million percent. I've never hit on a guy. I've never made the first move. I've never sent a drink across the bar. I've never like slid into someone's DMs and said, you want to like go out? This is a first for me. So it'll be really amazing if it works out. But even if it doesn't, I want you to know I'm not attached to the outcome. I just think there is a lesson in this for me that you have to be resourceful in life. And you really do back to your point at the beginning of the show, you have to create it for yourself. And it doesn't all just come to you. And it's not going to just show up in my lap. If I do want the guy of the magnitude of awesomeness that is a beautiful human being and potentially, you know, a great life partner, then I have to fucking go after that shit. He ain't gonna knock, you know, walk up to my door and deliver a package today. He is not. And you know what, Kat? The world is ending. Just do it. Like, it doesn't even matter. You could be like, hey, I'm Kat Sadler. I am a stalker. Do you want to just meet for a drink or, or go for a walk? It doesn't matter. Nothing matters anymore. Like, it literally doesn't matter. 
Like okay. nothing matters. Well, and the fact you're funny, I might send my email over to you for a few edits. If you'd like, you know, maybe, maybe you can yes. uh, sprinkle your funny and you can write, you can like Aaron Sorkin my email. I mean, I have nothing but time because I, guess what? I have COVID and I am trapped in my house for 10 right, days. Right. Or you can and just, so, you write yours. I'll write mine. We'll merge them together. Okay, perfect. I am so down. You better keep us updated of this journey. Oh man. This, this is, is by so the way, cool. Maybe better, but also a tie with when you went to, to see your old boyfriend across the street that we talked about on my podcast. Eric Savage. Yeah. Eric Eric Savage. Savage, my seventh grade boyfriend. Boy, we've come a long way. We shall see. To be <laughs> continued. I love Can't it. Can't believe you have COVID here. I'm going to leave you with one little bit of advice also for someone who has recovered from COVID. Google Cursetin if you have not yet. How do you Q- spell that? Q-U-E-R. C-E-T-I-N and a um, homeopath helped me with my supplements. And that one is like the big, big daddy of all immunity vitamins. So it cannot hurt. It's going to be better than any of the other like vitamin C's. Do that too, but find the quercetin online. Order that today. I'm all in on quercetin. Okay. And I'm going to need your address because we're going to have to send you a little care package. Oh, okay. please. Drink your electrolytes please. and stay well. And everyone, if they want to listen to social studies, are you still making this every week? I mean, they can I am. Weekly? I, every single okay. Tuesday, a new episode comes out. Social studies with Jenna Kingsley. You could follow me on Instagram at Jenna Kingsley, one N J E N A K I N G S L E Y. My parents spelled Jenna wrong. They were from Brooklyn. They couldn't help it. So yes, that is where you can find me. And come start with the, the episode Cat was on. Mm-hmm. Well, Green. they're all good. They're all good. You make me laugh. You're great. And thank you for not laughing at me when I brought my big secret to the table. No, it's so exciting. And thank you for this visiting with you during my quarantine was oh. so lovely. Okay, well, please take care of yourself, okay? okay. Kat, thank you well so soon. much. Please keep me updated. On I will. I will. Oh, my God, I'm so Shoot your shot. Do you hear me? Shoot your shot. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. And a reminder, you can catch a brand new episode of It Sure Is a Beautiful Day every Tuesday. Please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And of course, I'd love to hear from you. So leave me a rating and leave me a review. Also, follow us on social media for all the behind the scenes action and more info. That's at I am Kat Sadler on Instagram and at ABD with Kat. Talk to you next Tuesday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.